Welcome to the Making Artists podcast, where artists learn how to stop starving, struggling, and aspiring, and instead, start making. You don't need a fine arts degree, a trust fund, or a more supportive family to be a successful artist. You just need to let your creativity lead you all the way to the top. I am fellow artist and professional certified coach, Nancy Sun, and I teach artists just like you how to make art, money, and an impact without giving up or burning out. Listen to learn how. Hey artists, this week I actually want to share with you a lesson and or a story that has been incredibly valuable to the artists I've been coaching this week both in my one-on-one practice and in the Making Artists Mastermind. And this lesson is to really disrupt the belief that you have to believe in the biggest final end game of your goal before you're allowed to take the next step. So this is for you if you are worried that because Right now, you don't think you can win an Oscar. So because of that, maybe you can't even audition for this role. Or you are thinking, oh, what I have created isn't going to win me a Grammy. And that stops you from even showing up to the songwriting session. So if you have thoughts like, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm too old, it's too late for me, and I won't be a success, this particular lesson is for you. And the lesson is, stop thinking that big. (laughs) You don't have to worry about what the Academy is going to think of your acting. You don't have to worry about whether or not this screenplay is worthy of an Oscar. You don't have to worry about the Grammy, the Tony, the Emmy. You don't have to worry about the Pulitzer, the MacArthur, the Guggenheim, the McDowell. You don't need to think that big. You don't need to believe you can win the Super Bowl before you let yourself even play for the NFL. I say this because I find so many artists think that if they don't have this big, big, big belief that they need to give up now. When in reality, all you actually need is that little bit of belief that would have you take the next step. So I am going to use a tennis metaphor to illustrate this point. And if you don't know me already, I love a good tennis metaphor. So I'm just letting you know that you can expect on this podcast to hear a lot of tennis metaphors. And you will also not need to know anything about tennis to get value out of them because I barely know anything about tennis. So you probably know that there is a tennis player named Serena Williams who recently retired. She's commonly known as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. She's been ranked the number one women's singles tennis player for 319 weeks. 
and she has won 23 Grand Slam singles titles, the most of any player in the Open era. Now, I only know these statistics because I looked up her Wikipedia page in order to share the facts of what a great player she is upon retirement. Now, this story is actually not about Serena, but really about the person who was playing against her at the U.S. Open, who, spoiler alert, Serena Williams lost to. And that is actually the 46th ranked player at the time named Isla Tomijanovic. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. You can look for the spelling of that name. And if you want to look up her as a player, that information will be in the show notes. Now, you would think that the person who would beat Serena Williams would have believed they were capable of beating Serena Williams in a Grand Slam tournament. And actually, that is not what Isla believed at all. When she was interviewed at the end of that particular match, which she won in three hours and five minutes, the sportscaster asked her what, what her thoughts were, what had her win. And Isla said, I just thought that she would beat me. So she didn't have the belief in the big, 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 big goal of winning this match against Serena Williams. And even if she did have that belief, there were a bunch of competing beliefs which had her say, I thought that she would beat me. And she shared that what her winning strategy was, was she was just trying to hang in there and take it one point at a time. Now, the smallest unit of measure in a tennis match is playing for a point. So Isla was just trying to take it point by point. And if she were playing for the next point, that means she was staying in the game, staying in the set, staying in the match, and the possibility of winning was available to her. You cannot win a tennis match without playing for the tennis point. So, my artists, I want to invite you not to worry about whether or not you're going to be a success, whether or not you are going to get the clout, the accolades, the money that you want from creating your art. In the event that thinking that big is stopping you from taking it point by point, all you actually need is just the belief enough to focus on the next point. Because only if you take the next point can you win the game. So my coach, for instance, says you can't make 20K without making 2K first. So I want to give that to you as well. We don't need to worry 
about what your Wikipedia entry is going to say about you and your creativity today. All we need to do is think the thought that would have you show up to your blank document, to your studio, to your craft, to the uncomfortable action of trying to make your first hundred thousand or five figures as an artist. And if you just can accumulate enough of those wins, enough of hitting those mini milestones, you will probably and predictably be on your way to being the greatest of all time, or at least beating the greatest of all time once. I'm going to share how I am an example of taking it point by point. So my background as an artist is I don't have an MFA. I don't have a BFA. And because of those things, I could very easily have the belief that I'm behind. It's too late, especially when I returned to acting conservatory and to acting in my late 20s. And I thought that it would not be possible for me as now a woman of a certain age, on top of that, a person of color without the backing of a prestigious fine arts institution and education behind me, that it would be impossible for me to be a working artist, that being a sag after union actress, being an actor's equity was off the table for me. So I was just going to show up to the next action of getting trained as an actor, of attending a Meisner studio and using that as my acting container. And while I was there, I took it point by point. I just focused on what I needed to do to get the most out of my vocal training, get the most out of script analysis, get the most out of movement class, get the most out of scene study. And the belief that had me show up was simply, this is all I've got. I thought it was likely that my acting career began and ended with conservatory training. So I was just going to give it all I've got. And in giving it all I got, taking each class, each assignment, each scene, taking it point by point, led to some ridiculously amazing acting work. It led to me using vocal training and releasing all the tension from my voice as well as from my body and movement. It led me to doing really fine script analysis and making really audacious choices in my acting work. And I actually had it reflected to me from my teachers, from my peers, that I was perhaps doing as good work as they were or better. And I say this because a lot of the students that were in the class were people who graduated from prestigious, fancy theater schools and were using this training as kind of a finishing 
or a continuing education as they were pursuing their professional career. So by choosing to take it one point at a time from the belief, well, this is all I've got, I actually created a pathway for bigger belief, for medium-sized belief, for the possibility of the biggest belief. And while now, I will admit I sometimes still don't believe that I can get an Oscar, for instance, but I believe in the possibility that I can get an Oscar and just believing in the possibility is enough for me to take the next step. So my invitation to you, artist, is what can you believe that would just allow you to take the next step, to just play for the next point. Because only when you can play for the next point and take the next step will the big, big dream be possible. We don't actually have to worry about the big, big dream right now. Just worry about the next step. And just worry about What is the belief that is necessary and will get you access to the actions of hitting that mini milestone and allowing that to be enough for you today? And if you're curious about the postscript in Isla's career, she ended up going to the quarterfinal round, beating one more person at the U.S. Open. And now, after this particular tennis season, has moved from ranked 47 to rank 34 by just taking it point by point. So, artists, I hope that this particular brief episode is supportive, inspiring, and motivating for you. And if you know a fellow artist that could benefit, from letting go of focusing on the big, big goal so that they actually are in action on the next right step, definitely share this episode with them. Or you can help other artists find this episode by rating and reviewing this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep making. Thanks for listening to the Making Artists podcast. Ready to start making art, making money, and making an impact? Visit makingartistspodcast.com. That's www.makingartists, plural with an S, podcast.com. Link available in the show notes. You can also stay in touch with me on Instagram. Just follow at the Nancy Sun on IG. I so look forward to the art and the life you make. Until next time.